This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I live in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> I'm back. It's me again. <laughs> and I'm Kelly Holder. I'm back too. <laughs> and this is episode 133 of Radio Free Galaxy. That was Shannon and Kelly, in case you uh, missed any part of that. Uh, that awkward long, I just wanted to live in that awkward long pause there. I just wanted to just swim through it and see what happened when Kelly would jump in and it was perfect. I thought she was going to say her name. (laughs) You know what, Kelly? That's exactly what Shannon thought the first time she was here too. (laughs) Isn't Adam going to say his name? (laughs) Hell no. I think I've I've said my name once in the last hundred episodes. No, no, no. So that's... That's always a surprising beginning. Uh, no, Trisha, this week uh, she found out we were having guests on, so she was relieved of the pressure of doing the podcast and was like, oh, great, you've got two replacements for me. I don't have to do this then. Better things to do is see you losers later. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, so it's a new year. It's 2023, and for this episode, we are going to look back at everything that we watched in the, not everything, but the best and the worst things that we watched in the last year. We're going to run them all down and possibly compile them at the end to see who we collectively, what we collectively think was the best TV show or movie. These aren't the Oscars that we're talking about here. These aren't the best. These are the things that we had the most fun watching and the most fun with, or the things that we hated absolutely the most. Personally, I would like to do my three worst movies and maybe one best one, but just because I love talking about stuff that I hate more than stuff that I love. I don't know. It's more fun for me. It's so much more fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a long list of hates. The, the The ones I liked were much easier to pick, but the ones I hate, I was like, oh man, I really want to shit on like five or six movies here, man. I can only pick one. And there was a clear... For me, there was a clear winner of the worst movies uh, and a clear winner of the worst TV shows. But if anyone's been listening in the past year, I think they already know what I think is the worst (laughs) TV show of the last year and possibly of all time. The worst show in the history of TV shows, maybe. 
Okay, it's not that bad. I feel like I have to overemphasize. Anyway, let's just get into movies. Let's get into movies. Let's do it. Let's stop bullshitting around. I'm just rambling at this point. Let's get into movies. We're going to start with our number three favorite movie of the year. Uh, We'll just say a little bit about it and move on. I'm going to be writing all these down for posterity and uh, to compile the tabulation at the end. So... um, Let's start with Christine. Uh, Christine, what is your number three, your third favorite movie of 2022? Uh, This was hard, but at the same time, super easy. I picked Clerks 3 just because I'm a Kevin Smith fan and I felt this was a good, you know, ending to his universe. An ending? Ending, beginning, (laughs) but for Clerks. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know if it's a for sure ending, but it, it really ties up the trilogy yeah. of Clerks well. And yeah, I like that choice. Shannon, what is your third favorite movie of 2022? The Adam Project from Netflix. Oh, The Adam Project. I have yet to watch that. Um, Adam has try- been trying to get me to watch that, haven't you? Oh, somebody has been. I don't know. Somebody's been trying to get me to watch that, and I just haven't gotten to it yet. What is the the premise of it, Shannon? Uh, the premise. So, um, Adam, uh, not Adam, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' character, um, and it's a, he goes back in time to try yeah. to change his past. Okay. And so he um, overshoots the right, the, the time, and he ends uh-huh. up earlier than he should be, and then the antics that ensue as he tries to change the outcome of his life. Okay, excellent. Uh, and it's Ryan Reynolds, so it's amusing. Oh, of course. Yes. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynoldsing around is entirely charming, so why not? Uh, <laughs> Kelly, your number three movie. My number three is The Atom Project. Wow. Whoa. Nice. <laughs> excellent. And largely because uh, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Zing. Um, but, <laughs> but it was one of those movies that kind of, that had everything. It had the humor, it had action, and it was also very touching in parts. So, yeah, I just, I really enjoyed it. And it's not three hours long. Yeah. Yeah, anything anything that's not three hours long is going to get a bump up in my book. <laughs> Total so, bonus. Yeah. Adam, number three. Uh, it's actually a tie between Nope and Wakanda Forever. You gotta pick one, bro. No. Tie. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I so hate ties and lists. He <laughs> knows. Fine. He knows that, and he just has to do that. Yeah, I right. can't decide because I enjoy both equally as much. So and they, Wakanda Forever two. and Nope. Yep. All right. Um. Yeah. Neither one of those would be on my list. Um. Number three for me is also Clerks 3. Like you said, Christine, it was just a really fun movie to watch. I had a good time with it. I was pleasantly surprised. I love Kevin Smith as a person, but usually, especially lately, his movies (laughs) really let me down. Yeah. But this one did not. This one did not disappoint. I thought it was really fun. It had a lot of heart. Uh, Super funny. Um, And, uh, yeah, really good ending to the uh clerks trilogy if that is the last one that he ever makes so yeah we we uh busted through those top three really fast so let's get to 
are number two, and we're going to go in a different order this time. Kelly, what's your number two movie of the year? My number two is White Noise. White Noise? Oh. What was that? Um, it was, I, I think it's been out on Netflix for just a little bit, but it stars Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. And I like it just because it was weird. <laughs> um, because you're basically following this family Mm-hmm. And there is, you know, there's like the setup of like what their lives look like. Then there's this airborne toxic event that happens yeah. where le- there's like all of this trauma. And then there's them dealing with the aftermath mm-hmm. and kind of the stuff that's happening, y- you know, in the family. Yeah. It's a, it's considered a dark comedy, which it is, mm-hmm. but it was also just really strange, but it was also very philosophical. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let's put this one on the list. <laughs> nice. I have heard about that now that you said it, um, but I haven't gotten to it yet. So I'm getting some good recommendations here so far. The Adam Project and White Noise. Mm-hmm. I definitely need to watch. Christine, what is your number two movie of the year? That would be Violent Night. <laughs> Just because uh, I love a good violent Christmas movie, but I love, uh, oh, shit, I can't remember his name. David Harbour. David Harbour. Like, as Santa, it's it's just an awesome movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, Adam, number two movie. Samaritan. Oh, good oh. one. Good one. Yeah. What about that one? I uh, enjoyed that a great deal. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is an old, washed-up uh, superhero. superhero. Without spoilers, uh, he's a superhero. And uh, it's just a, a small... Super like good superhero yeah. movie. Uh, it was really good. Really, really good. It should have been released in theaters. Totally. Uh, it just went to streaming, but yeah, that was a solid movie, man. That's definitely in my honorable mentions. Yes. Good choice, Adam. Uh, my number two is keeping exactly with Christine's list. Oh, jeez. It's Violent Night. Violent Night is <laughs> one of the funnest movies I've seen all year. It helps that. I went to go see it with, you know, Christine and Adam and Trisha, and we all had a really fun time. Just the, the, the experience of watching it in a theater with friends and everything enhances that movie so much. We were so looking forward to it. And it came through with the promise of the trailer and even more and even more. And I really enjoyed that movie. It was hard to actually not put it number one because yeah. I think it has huge rewatchability uh it's instant classic it's a holiday movie that you can put on just like die hard except with santa (laughs) yeah santa with an axe yes yeah uh shannon your number two movie uh i picked this one for its rewatch and for the music actually Mm -hmm. um guardians of the galaxy holiday special does that qualify as a feature-length movie i guess so i guess so (laughs) i think it does you know you usually need a i I'm totally going to write it down. Uh, G-O-T-G Holiday Special. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. I had fun. fun with it. Yeah. I like that choice. They're trying to steal Kevin Bacon. Like, how can you, how can you hate that? No, Kevin it Bacon is, was really charming. Bacon, just the way it is. All right. Uh, we are on to our number one pick. Ooh. And I'm going to let Shannon go first on our, on our number one. Oh my, okay. Yeah. Um I picked Morbius. What? 
<laughs> Why? I liked it, but I didn't follow the comics. So. I love that you picked that. Oh yeah. my god, Jared's that's so eventually going to get through like listening to back log of episodes, and she's going to get to our Morbius review and be mortified. Well, <laughs> it's not that I hated that movie that much. It's it's ridiculous, trust me. And I could understand like liking the irony of it. Dude, the wispy ear hairs. <laughs> that made my actual ear hairs like twitch. Like, oh god, I can feel them there, and I don't like it. Tell us why you. We're making fun. We're making fun, oh, Shannon. But you're entitled to your opinion. Please tell us why you uh, enjoyed Morbius. Um, I I didn't follow the comics, yeah. so I was seeing it as just a movie, mm-hmm. and I. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I thought it had a kind of an interesting plot line. And uh, let's be honest, um, the, the star actor is not hard to look at. Right. And Agreed. <laughs> Matt Smith um, isn't hard to look at either. So. Mm-hmm. I haven't no. seen it yet, but still. I, just, I enjoyed it. I've already seen it three times. It's not boring. Okay. It's, no. it's not boring. It's not forever long. Uh, it, it does have a good spirit about it, at least. There's there, juice packs. There, there, there's movies I disliked a whole lot more than more. Uh, like, I was thinking about the movies I didn't like for the year. And I, I looked at Morbius, but that never came... It never got to the top of my worst list, just because it doesn't... It, I just didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. I thought it was silly or whatever. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But I didn't hate it for, like, egregious reasons. I had a good time with it just because it was over-the-top silly. So I can totally agree. I mean, there's two handsome dudes doing silly bat stuff. It's it's totally a good time. I laughed a lot. Yes. I I don't know if I was supposed to, but I did laugh a lot. (laughs) Oh, there was some funny parts. All right. I I like your choice, Shannon. That's very brave of you. Uh, Adam, Adam, I I think I know what your top uh, movie of the year is, but shoot it to me, buddy. Maverick. Because of course. Yeah. We anticipated that for so long, and it delivered, even though it kind of basically was it stole from Star Wars with a Death Star Trench run. Yeah. But who cares? It was fucking a good movie, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Top Gun. Uh, Kelly, your top movie of 2022. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <sighs> oh, shit. I have yet to see that. I have yet oh, to so see good. it. It looks good. I really want to see it. I've yet to see. That's probably my biggest miss of of the year that I just haven't seen yet. I'm probably going to try to get to it before Oscar time. Uh, but man, uh, please tell me why you enjoyed this movie. Um, it was very engaging. Mm-hmm. Like I, like from from start to finish, it was just like. What is going on? What is happening? And it was, and, and again, it had those. It, it had humor in it. It had action in it. It had moments that were very touching. And like the, you know, the whole thing about it is what happens because it's like multi universes, right? Right. But it's like what happens when you make a different choice, and it shows how. It shows how all of that plays out. Right. But when you make a different choice, sure, you're having a different life, but then there's other things that you're missing out on. Oh, wow. And uh, it was 
it was just so good. Yeah, I <laughs> so really, good. I really it's definitely see it. one where I need to. Uh, and I I have uh, two friends of mine who are like obsessed with it, and they're like, we've watched it like five times, and every time you watch it, there's new stuff that you find in it. And I love movies like that. Mm. So yeah, I just yeah, it was it was everything. Everyone who was like going off, being like, this is the best movie ever. Uh, yeah, they're right. <laughs> mm. Excellent. It was just it was so good. Yeah, I, I feel like if, if I had seen it, it would probably be at the top of my list, but I just, it's one that I just absolutely missed, but I really wanted to see really bad and still do. So thank yeah. you there's for a lot of movies. That. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I missed in 2022. Mm-hmm. I watched more series apparently, but yeah. I'm glad I saw this one. Cool. Glad you mentioned it. Uh, Christine, what's your number one? Well, I went to the danger zone just like Adam. It would be Maverick for me. Yeah. I, I love Tom Cruise. I'm a Goose and Maverick fan. I mean, I love too cool for school type of guys. And yeah. this movie was just a great homage to the original. Oh, yeah. Porn stashes in that movie. So, oh, guys on the beach, you know, half naked, glistening in the sun, playing volleyball on flying really really fast there's playing. like a super cut edit of that volleyball or that football scene because it was a football oh, was scene it football? Yeah. i thought it was volleyball it was a football scene in this movie it was a volleyball scene in the first movie doesn't matter there's yeah. just a bunch of hunks on the beach but there's a super cut of it that goes like six or eight hours long or something and you Ooh. can just watch that scene on loop oh my god so like for christmas instead of having like the, the yule, f- yule log, log going i can just have hunks playing eight hours of football on yes. the beach yes shirtless hunks. sweet yes uh, that's my favorite movie of the year too. Uh, I you know, it's it's not like a Oscar worthy movie or like a, a great like thinker or sci fi or anything like that. But it's a perfectly made movie. Tom Cruise is wh- whatever you think of him, he's one of the last great movie stars, and he absolutely is a champion for theatrically released movies over streaming which I absolutely adore. I want to keep theatrically released movies alive for a long time to come, and people like Tom Cruise are the reason that we still have them because he you know, refuses to put any of his stuff out on streaming, and there is a different experience with going to a theater. You know, I thought of breaking this list up into streaming movies and theatrically released movies, but you just can't do that anymore. You know, even the theatrically released movies you can see a couple of weeks later on streaming and I know I did that for a lot of movies. So, I mean, I can't really be a hypocrite about things like that. But there is a different level of putting yourself and your movie out there when you put it out in theaters rather than streaming. You know, you're taking a bigger chance. And I just think that should be rewarded more than a streaming release. And whatever. I, I just love Top Gun Maverick. It was everything that I had hoped for. Um it, it was a fun time at the movie theaters. It brought me right back to any 80s movie. The montages were great. Yeah. It just They nailed everything that you wanted from the movie. And it was just like you walked out of there having the best theatrical experience. That, and, and the choreographed like um, uh, dogfight scenes mm. were phenomenal. There were things there were things in those dogfight scenes I've never seen in any kind of air battles before. Didn't Tom Cruise actually fly one of those? Yes, he, yeah, yes, so he like, learned to fly a jet and he was yeah. flying around in the fucking jet. Yes. Yeah. That's rad as fuck, dude. Yeah, of course it is. Um 
So think whatever you want about him personally, but the man is a movie star and he's almost single-handedly saving theatrical release movies. I mean, I'm sure the next two Mission Impossible movies are going to be fantastic and amazing as well. So, all right. Yeah. So uh, according to our list, I mean, it looks like Top Gun Maverick just because <laughs> I, me and Christine had exactly the same list. We didn't even... No, you didn't peep at mine. I, I didn't peep, peep at, at yours. You might have peeped at mine. I didn't peep at yours. When I wasn't looking, you might have peeped at I mine. Peep? I don't know. Uh, but we had exactly the same list, and it looks like Top Gun Maverick is Radio Free Galaxy's favorite movie of the year. Now let's talk about some of the worst ones. Uh, I had a, I had, a, I'll go first. I had a lot, I had a lot, I had a long list of, I, I, there's, I just wanted to shit on the Batman, but I was like, <laughs> I, like again, like I wanted another opportunity to shit on the Batman, <laughs> but I was like, that's not actually my. I have to be fair. That's not actually the worst movie I saw of the year. I want to call it the worst movie of the year, but it's totally not. The worst, the clear worst movie of the year that I saw was Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I blocked it out of my memory. That movie was a total shit That came show. out this year? That totally came out Ew. this year. That movie totally came out this year, <laughs> oh, and we man. totally watched it. I don't remember it at all. Yes, we watched Dude, it. Dude, I think I say that every time we talk about Fantastic Beasts. It's like, I didn't watch that. It's like, you were right there with us. As, I don't as, remember it so bad. They're very forgettable. They're so I, I didn't bad. Even, I didn't even watch this last one because the first two, I think, I saw, and I was just like, Okay. They're so long, Kelly. They're so fucking long. All of them are so long. They're so forgettable. Uh, it, it just amazes me for people that love Harry Potter. Most of us love, love the original Harry Potter. Harry Potter so much. These movies, the first one, the Fantastic Beast, wasn't that bad. They could have built off that and made something better, took some criticism, made it better. But they just like are just... St- Steaming full ahead on this stupid universe. I had no idea what was going on in this movie. Goldie was like in Jacob, and I, I was like, what? Newt, Newt's hardly in this movie, and it, it was Dumbledore and Jude Law, and there's, there's all these handsome people and beautiful women, and I don't know what any of them are doing. Not Mads Mickelson, Mads Mickelson is Johnny Depp now, and I don't. There's not really a good explanation. There's no magic. There's magic, but they do magic in here differently than they did magic in Harry Potter, which just confuses the shit out of me. They don't need wands or to say magic words or any of that shit. Whatever. I hate that movie. Adam, what was your least favorite movie of the year? You're going to hate me, Travis. What? Well, take your pick. The Batman or Black Adam? (sighs) Look, to me, the more egregious movie was The Batman. Uh, Black Adam, the only the only uh, crime that that had was just being extremely boring. I I think the the worst movie is the Batman because it was much longer, took up more of my time, had more hype, and more people love it. Black Adam was just completely forgettable and boring. So, I I guess what I need to say is is that this entire year has been for me at least very unremarkable in terms of overall like movie offerings and everything yeah like nothing has severely stood out or been hyped enough and then lived up to the hype to really i don't know man like i saw everything like the the sleeper for me was the samaritan like 
Yeah, yeah I liked Clerks 3. It was exactly what I expected. It was a good movie, but it doesn't reach my top three because <clears> it's it's another Clerks movie, you know? Like, I know. Okay. I, know. I got what I, I got what I expected. It was really well crafted. It was a good story. The end. It's like, yeah. okay. Like, nope. Nope was good. It lived up to its hype. It kind of went good. off off the way it like and same I mean kind of with forever. Like we did tear that apart a bit, but it was still a good movie. And it's like everything else that I've seen this year has been like, okay, whatever. Like, I disagree. Seriously. I didn't think I didn't think uh, Wakanda Forever was very good. I thought it was just very mediocre, and that's like the worst crime because you've got that amazing cast of actors, and it should have been. But amazing. that's just that's just it though. Like I mean, nothing else has really stood out enough to me to even like really qualify for yeah. even a number three slot. Sure. I hear so you. I mean, eh. I feel isn't the that I'm hard to way. enter? Right. You feel the isn't, same way. It, well. It, it's... Oh, go like, ahead. I'm sorry, Adam. The things that Kelly mentioned, I want to go watch because I just watched the trailers with no sound. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, the, the multiverse one, dude, there's googly eyes all over the trailer, which is hilarious to me for Every, my own reasons. Yeah. Everything, but it's like everywhere everything in it looked cool. Like, there's a portion in there where, like, she's doing fucking her normal, like, what she's known for shtick. And it's, dude, like, layered over in that film. Right, and it's layered over, like it cuts over to like um, a real estate, uh, a real uh, real estate clown, which I'm, I mean that's what they're referred to, like what they were explained to me. The people who stand outside of places and flip signs around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that turned into martial arts. That's all I'm gonna say. And it was fucking. Yeah. Cool oh, it was great. Shit. Oh my god. Yeah, the editing in that film. The uh, the, the right. editor better win a fucking Oscar anyway. Sorry. Right. <laughs> like, and that's like okay. So how come I didn't see any trailers for this? Yeah. Oh, that's why because it's on fucking Netflix, and I fucking <laughs> hate watching Netflix movies. Yeah. Right. Because ninety percent of the time they fucking fail hard, and leave me disappointed and not wanting right to watch Bob. it. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, so that's kind of where I'm at. All right. Uh, let's get to Kelly. What was your least favorite movie of the year? Well, that's the thing. I didn't really have a least favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I just, I had movies that I wanted to like and I wished I liked them better. Um, Wakanda Forever is one of them. And yeah. then the other one was the new Hellraiser. Oh. Um, I mean, so with the new Hellraiser, I mean, and, and, and Wakanda Forever too. it's like, I liked them. They were fine, but I wasn't wowed. In terms of, like, a bad movie that we threw on because we wanted to have something while we were watching dinner, and apparently it was in theaters, was Moonfall. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, not good. But, yeah, I mean, there were things that, yeah, it's not that I found anything really disappointing. It was just kind of like, oh, it was good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my... That's my. Like, that's where I am spot. on Wakanda <laughs> Forever. I don't think it was a bad movie. It's yeah. just, it should have been better. It should have been way better with the, with the director yeah. and the writers and the cast. It's just... The tribute to Tra- uh, Chadwick Boseman was really beautiful in the beginning. Oh, so good. And then the rest of the movie just did not live up to... The 
anything the promise of it yeah. like it just didn't it just went nowhere it was entirely too long they killed off yep. the queen in the same movie which yep. diminished which diminished both of the deaths because like you couldn't focus on just Chadwick both then she died and like yep. you almost spent no time on the fact that she died she should have gotten her own time you know, like, I, it's just like, ah, they tried to fit too much in this movie. They tried to do too many things. And those flippy dippy little uh, ankle wings were too much for me. I know that's, I know, I know that's comic yeah. accurate and everything, but they were silly as hell. Seriously. Yeah. That was a movie where, like, I felt the passage of time where, like, as I was watching it, I was just like, how much longer is this going to go on? Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. You know, and that that to me is the mark of a uh, of a meh movie. When I start going and when do we get to leave is yeah. not not no. good. Yeah. All right. So. Uh Christine, your worst movie of the year. All right. So I had to choose between three, so I used the frowny face system. So the worst the frowny face it was my choice and that would be the Batman because it has stink lines and flies around it. <laughs> And the reason why I picked this is because I was actually in the theater for this one, wasting my time. Because I was going to pick Black Adam. But, but I had, we watched that at we home. We watched that at home. So, yes, I was miserable, but I had the option to walk away and yeah. get snacks and stuff. No. With the Batman, I just had to sit through wet, sad Batman in orange coloring. And it was just very, very That annoying. always makes you more mad if you yeah. have to pay for it and you've, uh, you've put on pants. You yeah, put on I pants. put pants on, damn it. Right? That means so a hold lot. On. Hold on. This is how unremarkable that fucking movie is. And how much I want to forget it. Did I go with you guys to see that shit? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. Think, did you? Probably. We usually go see movies together. I don't know. I don't remember. I was so mad the entire time sitting through that movie that I just kind of had, like, God. visors. Like, I just want to get out of this piece God. of shit because it, it is so it, bloated and ridiculous. If I actually paid to see that above and beyond my normal monthly subscription to some service... <laughs> that takes the cake is the worst movie for me then. Right. Yeah. Because if I've actually physically dedicated money towards it, fuck right. that. I agree. Anyway. That that adds to the enjoyment or the disappointment even more. Uh Shannon, you're last up. What is your worst movie of the year? Okay, I feel I need to clarify this. <laughs> oh, just go just go in raw, Shannon. <laughs> just shove it in. Just okay. Do it. Whatever. Do it. <laughs> Weird. Really? I, I I went in with the wrong impression of what it was going to be, and that has just tainted all of my thoughts of that movie. Plus, I didn't see that many movies. I watched far more TV shows. Man, so of that, the ones I watched, that one is... That flirted with my number three as one of my favorites, but I know you really didn't care for it, so... Yeah. That polka scene, that polka party oh, scene was everything. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I could understand. If you, if you just weren't feeling it... it she felt be. lied to. Yeah, she, she felt, felt lied to, right. and I, I can understand that kind of betrayal where that would make you know sour your view on the movie. So I get that. Yeah. So based upon based upon our picks, uh, Top Gun is our favorite movie of the year, and it looks like the Batman wins out. <laughs> even even though I didn't pick it, I I I'm it was like my number two. So the Batman wins out as the worst. Dude, I wish we had a toilet sound for the Batman <laughs> to be flushed down, like a little hooray for the movie that won, and then. Whoosh, well, we'll see. I'm the only one that liked the Batman. It's okay. It's okay, it's Kelly. Kelly, it's totally okay it's to totally be wrong. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's wrong all the time. It's fine. I really am. I think it's one of the reasons they let me come back on. 
All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back right after this with our favorite and worst TV shows of the year. Stay tuned. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwursts are the only brand of cheese-filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long. Find them in your local supermarket today. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwursts. Mmm. Mmm. Alright, welcome back to the show. We are going to count down our three favorite TV shows now of the year. We already did our top movies. Uh, top Gun won and The Batman lost. Um... Uh, now we're. In, I think this is going to get a lot more varied with TV shows. You know, you can pick your the season that came out this year, or if it was a complete docu series or whatever. Um, and I'm going to write them all down, and we're going to compile this. And I think it's going to be a much tougher decision than movies was. So, Christine, we are going to start with you with your third favorite uh television series of the year dude this was so hard because there was actually a lot more like good tv shows that i saw this year but i yeah. think uh, this was a like choice between uh number two and three but i think number three is gonna be wednesday yeah like oh, I, yes that was that was that uh, was a surprise i was actually thoroughly surprised because i've been so disappointed with most like streaming and tv shows and they nailed it i was like oh, wow, this is exactly what my 16-year-old goth self would have liked to watch, and I just felt very much at home watching it. Yeah, I had a number of things on my third TV show of the year just because I wanted to mention them, but uh, when it really came down to my overall enjoyment of the entire series, like I was struggling with putting She-Hulk number three, even though I know it's terrible. I loved it. I had fun. I know it was yeah. terrible, but I don't care. It was care. great. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I, I, I loved it. And so I, I guess that's my, one of my honorable mentions, and I have a few others, but my number three is is Wednesday. It was just really? fun. Yeah, it was fun. I, okay. When, it, when I actually thought that even though we just watched it, I was like, yeah, I probably had more fun with that entire series. It told a cohesive story. It was written well. It was directed well. It was acted well. There were a few little annoyances with a few little actors and a few little choices. But Enid, like Enid's one of my favorite characters like of any She's show adorable. that I've watched all and and yeah, I thought Jenna Ortega was great. I had fun with it. Uh Shannon, what is your third favorite TV show of the year? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah! <laughs> I don't know if I should be insulted that you all cheered. Because <laughs> we finally agreed with you we on agreed. something. We love you. Yeah. It's a good thing. We, we promise. We feel like better people because you actually agreed with us for once. Like, <laughs> I, I feel so diminished when you don't agree with me on things. I'm like, God, am I just a bad person? And she's just so much more evolved than me. Oh, like, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, is, is Shannon better, just way smarter than me? She's a better human being than all of us. She likes better things than I do. I'm so base. <laughs> Question myself. Uh, Kelly, what, what's your third favorite of the year? Okay, this was really hard um, because I had written down She-Hulk, White Lotus, Wednesday, but I'm deciding to piss everybody off. And my third pick is Andor. Ah! Ah! <laughs> 
insert Wilhelm scream here. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody, be quiet. Just let her speak. Go ahead. Justify yourself. Like, justify what, yourself. Ju- justify myself. Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> I do. Uh, this is gonna be so hard to do in like a three five I know. paragraph. Um. So, in the first five minutes of the opening episode. Cassian kills someone. <laughs> yes. It is gritty Star Wars. And I had some of the same complaints y'all had. Uh, I did listen to your episodes <laughs> where you talked about Andor. And I, I did have some of those complaints. There were like two episodes where I was like, what are we doing here? But it didn't rely on CGI. And mm-hmm. it was it was gritty. It was dirty. And like... That is what Star Wars is to me because, you know, hi, born in 74, I actually saw A New Hope in the theater when I was like four or five years old when they did um, the rescreening of it in 1978 or whatever, 1979. Um, And so to me, I, I I mean, my husband and I talked about this. We were just like, whoever's doing this, like, you let them have the franchise. Make make my Star Wars dirty. Make it gritty. That's what I want. Okay. So. Okay, I agree with that notion. However, the atmosphere of it was like visually was fine. And that's where I cease to agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna talk about we'll talk about it more and we'll right but uh, it ain't I, wrong like because it's a val- it's a very valid opinion and like it's well thought out so the, the most valid th- look the the truest thing that you said that I 100 percent agree with is that Star Wars is different things for different people and there can be totally. your Star Wars and my Star Wars especially since you know Star Wars has expanded so much and I'm not gonna discount anybody that says I mean I'll, I'll argue with you you know good naturedly. Mm-hmm. And, and make points and have fun and like you know if you, the sequel trilogy is your thing maybe you just you were at the right age at the right time and those movies came out and it captivated you in a way and you hadn't seen the original trilogy or anything yet or the original trilogy seems dated to you you're younger oh totally like, it's a totally different perspective i'm not going to discount anyone i you know we'll have a fun debate with you on it but i'm also at the end going to say yeah fine if we all just love star wars that's fine we can love it for different reasons, you know. Oh, totally, uh, totally, totally. But it's 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 fine. Uh, <laughs> Adam, you're the last one for a number three pick. I don't have a number three. There's only two things I actually like watching this year. All right, that's fair. Adam has no pick for number three. So then, get to your number two. The boys. Ooh, it was it season three or four that came out this year. Three. Three. Uh, I watched season one. I enjoyed it. I have no idea why I haven't picked it up again. We've it's... just been really busy, dude. I was gonna say, dude, you guys like watch way more shit than I do. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'm old and curmudgeonly, and I just, I just don't have. I, I don't want to dedicate my time to some shit. Like, I know. it's not worth the, the time risk for me, dude. I know, especially most TV doesn't reward you with all the time that you have to invest in it. I mean, like, there's been shit this year that's wasted my fucking time to such an extent that, like, okay, I've already wasted enough of my time. I'm not wasting more. I know. (laughs) I'll go find other shit to do. I I know. I feel that way about Willow, where, like, it wasn't the worst thing that I had ever seen. I didn't care for it. But I'm just like, I don't want to finish watching this. 
Like right. I, I, it's not the worst thing I've seen, but I like I. There has to be something better than this. <laughs> like I, I right. don't love this. Like I love and I love the original Willow. So I, it didn't make it my list in any part. But I, it, that's because right. it's just in the middle. I, I didn't care enough to continue watching it. You know, so I'm waiting for it to finish. I'm yeah. just not gonna watch it in weekly right. installments. When it's all out, then I'll binge it and get it over with. Yeah, uh, Shannon, what's your number two? My number two was Sandman. Yes. Ah, oh, Sandman. Uh, good choice. Yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. It didn't make my list. It was, it was, it sat at number three for a while, but then I thought about how much more I liked Wednesday. I had a few issues with the Sandman, a few of the episodes. <laughs> But when it was at its highest, when it was at its highest point, it was really excellent TV. Why did you enjoy it? The Sandman? Yeah. Um, I had read the comics, and I just really enjoyed... I didn't, I'm horrible with actors' names. Um, but I, I enjoyed his portrayal of the character. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Um, I was invested in him. I really loved the scene with... Um, with Lucifer, yes. I love the scene with Death, and her views. I, yes. I just I thought it did really great. Um, there, I mean, there's one that was horribly gory, one yeah. episode mm-hmm. that I tried to watch with my eyes closed. Uh, but yeah. overall, I just I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a great deal as well. It was really hard to cut off my list, um, but it had to happen. Christine. Well, I'm going to agree with Shannon. I'm all about the Sandman because I have a crush on Gwendolyn Christie. Like, that show, like, did Dream, uh, Lucifer Morningstar, Death, all those characters justice. And I actually hope that they had come up with a season two because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to put it on my list now. Well, no. I mean, like, just because we have differing opinions doesn't mean, you know. No, it's great. It was really great. Uh, Kelly, what was your number two? My number two was Severance. What's that? Oh. <laughs> I've, I've heard of it, but I, off the top of my head, I can't, like, picture a it plot. It is. Okay, so it's, um, so it's on Apple TV, mm-hmm. and basically what it is is you are severed from your work life and your outside of work life. Okay. And... Um, so it's all about the severance program and, um, and it's really, it's one of the, it's hard for me to explain it other than what it is because it's really about the characters and what they're going through and what the severance program actually is. And, uh, yeah, it was just really good. It was one of those it was one of those shows where uh, Chris and I, that's my husband, yeah. um, were like, yeah, I've heard good things about this. Let's just watch it and, you know, let's try an episode and see how we wa- feel about it. Like, and then, you know, eight hours later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were done with it. Oh, actually, I think we watched it over two days. It was one of those things mm-hmm. where it's like, we have to go to bed, okay? Right. Like, <laughs> we can either be functional adults mm-hmm. tomorrow or we can watch this. Um, but it was good, and it starred, um, what is his name, Adam Scott? That dude yeah. from Parks and Rec, right? Yeah, yeah the dude from Parks and Rec. Um, uh, the guy who was the um, agent in one of the Transformer movies, yeah. who took his job way too seriously, he's in there. Yeah, okay. yeah it, was, it was just, it was really good. The writing was good, the acting was good, the, the story um, 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Patricia Arquette is in it, and mm. she just plays this person where you're just like, I fuck, like, I fucking hate you, but I love you because you're playing this so well. You're like, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah, Severance was definitely my that. number two. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm the last one. My my number two is Stranger Things 4. Oh, nice. Um, I just... I love, I love Stranger Things so much, and I was like so disappointed by season two. Season two was a real letdown. Yeah. Uh, the, season one was phenomenal. It was like really the first big streaming bingeable hit of like the streaming era. The original Stranger Things it like created like all of this that we have now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like the first, but it was like the first big huge hit. You know, that everybody needed a Stranger Things then. It's it's part of the reason that every TV show that comes out now has some kind of paranormal twist to it or something is directly related and, or some kind of 80s twist or retro twist or, you know. But, like, I just love that show so much, and I think season four came back so hard. It was it was it had such magical moments to it um, that I, I, I don't know. I just enjoyed it so much, the... the uh, music drop moments the Eddie Munson was one of the best characters that's been on a TV show in a really long time there were characters to root for characters to root against uh, the music and the acting combined so well there were th- some things that I was disappointed on uh, a little bit of the relationship that's going on between a few of the characters just kind of doesn't make any sense yeah. um, but yeah, overall, season four of Stranger Things, it's like, was was my jam. It was a rad pick. Yeah. That was like my, that was my close second. Yeah. Be- and because I had a hard time be- choosing that one, but I figured I was like, well, it's been out for a while, so I'll let I mean, it lie. just, just what they did. It was, it was so good. I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. I, it just, I'm, I'm in that right age, you know, like, these kids are slightly older than me, but like just getting into those those kids' lives, they, they set scenes and world build so well in that show. And they show one of the maybe a, a little more glamorous than it actually was depiction of 1986. But like it's really close. Like these are the highlights of 1986. You don't get to see any shitty parts. But just like, man, it, it they nail a lot of it. The Duffer brothers do a really yeah. great job with that show. Um, totally agree. I, you know what? I'm gonna go first on my number one. Oh, how about that? Why don't you do that? Uh, <laughs> look, Peacemaker is not <laughs> yeah. not only was it the biggest surprise for me of the year of something that I just shouldn't even like. Like it has everything stacked against it that would make me want to hate it. Like I don't care for John Cena as an actor at all i didn't care for his character peacemaker in the new suicide squad movie i it was probably like my least favorite character in that movie uh i like him as a person i think he's fine but i don't like him as an actor i don't care about dc movies at all i don't care about the character peacemaker i mean it just has nothing going for it and it was such a surprise hit the the production design the costumes the dance routine the in the beginning the intro song everything they just nailed it it is 
like pure James Gunn magic to make me like something that I could care less about. You know what I mean? Just make me not just like something, but I like love it. It's endlessly rewatchable to me. I can't wait for a season two. I just, it was special. It was special to me. And like, it's, it was no question. It would be my number one, like over everything else. So Adam, what's your number one? Ms. Marvel. Oh, nice. good choice. Oh, nice. I yeah, love that choice. That's because I was so shocked at how much I enjoyed it. And, like, all the characters made sense. It paid what I hope is to, to that culture, reasonable homage to that culture. Mm-hmm. And um, it explored some really cool shit in terms of, like, uh, you know, the mythology of that portion of the world. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's not too fucking long of a series. No, Adam, it, it surprised the shit out of me. And I had that as my number three. And I struggled with taking it off yeah. because I'm like, is anyone else going to pick this? Because I think it needs to be talked about. I, It's just like Peacemaker to me. It surprised the shit out of me. Anything that surprises me in television or movies always gets a bonus to me because I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of shit. I'm going to get bored if if you just give me some conventional run-of-the-mill shit. I'm going to get bored. Miss Marvel was great. It was totally slept on. It did not get enough publicity at all. I love that you picked that, Adam. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude, it was a great show. It was hard for me. It was, like, in my, like, you know, top yep. five. Yep. Kelly, what's your favorite? I, I think I know what it is. But what's oh, your favorite? I'm, I'm sure you know what it is. It's <laughs> obviously the Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's for, for all of the goth girl, I grew up reading the comics reasons. <laughs> yup. Yeah. I, I agree. It was, it was so fun. It was uh, <coughs> the atmosphere, the writing, the acting. Uh, it, it was really yeah, great. The, the people they chose to... Yeah. play the characters they did it they they all did it so well yeah I agree. it's just yeah it's my favorite for the year it was phenomenal i it's one of those though that it was great but i just have such fear of us never getting another season of i that. know right I, yeah I'm the same way i heard it was cleared for a season two yeah but, but I'm gonna nothing. be the person who wants to see all of it, and uh, we'll we'll see if Netflix screws us. They probably yeah. will. It's Netflix. Yeah. It's Netflix. Christine, your number one. Dude, I'm gonna have to agree with you on uh, Peacemaker because that completely threw me for a loop. Because I saw like one of the icons when we were like like going through stuff, and I'm like, oh, that looks like crap. Like, that was my first stop, and it's like, oh, wait, that's James Gunn. And then we watched the opening dance sequence. I'm like, dude, there's an eagle in here named Eagly. <laughs> And Eagly is the best. Oh, Eagly is the best. Like, I, yeah, John Cena is not exactly someone that I'm like, oh, yeah, I love John Cena. Like, you know, I mean, he's not a bad dude, just not really into his acting stuff. But the, James Gunn can turn a lovable racist into a yeah. good person like yeah, <laughs> you know like i'm like oh my god there is redemption for everybody and james gunn tells it in a way where it's not force fed to you where it's like you know i'm gonna lead you on this journey and understand this character and why he's like that but he's actually good he's just been misinformed and there's that whole you know action hero sci-fi element to it and he's got a pet eagle 
Like, this is awesome. <laughs> the the needle drops. The needle drops oh. are always perfect. And, you know, I get so annoyed by bad needle drops. Like, the Batman. The Batman had some terrible Oof. needle drops, in my opinion. Mm. Just the wrong song well, at the wrong moment. The reason... And James Gunn never does that. Shannon was talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special earlier. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, he puts such a different feel into every project with the, with the music that he puts into it. And it's so consistent. Like that that one had such consistent music as well. And then Peacemaker is was just on another level. They just chose that hair music, the hair band soundtrack, and just put some of the coolest, most obscure songs from that era yeah, on there. But that's because James Gunn has probably listened to this music and actually be who the character is in that scene. And he's not just randomly spinning a dial and like, oh, I'm gonna put this Metallica song in or something. No, like he actually listens to it like he understands it and like james gunn will always be the needle drop guy who started it all who actually makes it work for movies and everyone else is just they don't know they're imitating they're They're imitating yeah i know all right yeah good choice christine i agree with it uh shannon let's hear your favorite uh, tv show of the year and i'm sure it's andor right oh yeah no i was gonna say you there's no there's no question it had to be strange new worlds Strange new, wor- strange new worlds. What's that? <laughs> oh, please! You're you pulling my so tail. Hard, Travis. <laughs> huh? It's you the new Star so Trek. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking. You're sorry. I had a total- I'm strange. Strange new worlds. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> uh, yes. Strange new worlds. Tell us about the premise of that <clears throat> series for anyone who hasn't watched it. Okay, so it is a Star Trek prequel. It is set before the original series when Captain Pike commanded right. the ship. Right. And you still have a couple of the, the fan favorites. So Uhura is there as a cadet. So you get to see her all bubbly and, and teenager-ish. Yeah. And Spock is there as an early, you know, version of him. Yeah. And it's just, it's got humor. It's got the same sort of original series kind of episode so it's an it's not an ongoing series long story they're one and dones which is really nice especially after all of these huge epic long series that just seems to be the tv show world these days yeah. um it's just nice to be able to get in and out <clears throat> and just be like oh there you go that's cute yeah. um they still tried to tackle a few things that were social justice issues and they didn't do it in a way that was thro- shoving it down your throat Right. And it cool. just makes my inner fangirl very happy, and I squee, and I still watch it. <laughs> Rad. And that's on uh, that's on Paramount, right? It is. Okay. Although I do shh, have a copy if you need to borrow it. Excellent. Excellent. I would like to. Uh, yeah, I wanted to get. In. I you know they've just been putting out a lot of Star Trek content lately, and I got kind of thrown off after season one of Picard. Like I liked mm-hmm. it, I just didn't like mm-hmm. the way it ended. You know, it, it I was fine. I couldn't watch Picard. I didn't even finish season one. So you it, made it further than I yeah. did, and I'm a Trekkie. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, is, it is hard. Um, but, uh, you know, you like those moments where you see, like, the reunions between just actors. You know, sometimes you're not even enjoying a series, but, like, you know that, like, two actors are kind of killing it, and it's just like, eh, whatever. Um, but I don't want to see any more of that. So, Stranger Worlds, I want to check it out. Uh, yeah. So, I would say, based upon uh, the pure mentions, I would say that The Sandman was agreed on as probably yes. the best series mm-hmm. of the year. We Four of us mentioned it. So, 
you know, even though it was at different places, I would say that's our that's uh, that's our unanimous watched. favorite of the year. Uh, probably followed by uh, Wednesday, Wednesday and then maybe Peacemaker. I'll have to throw in there. Uh, yeah, good choices though, Adam. I gotta catch up with the boys, man. Uh, we didn't talk about that long enough, but I that series is so great, and they've added so many. They're adding Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I saw what? like for next season, so. I mean, one of the things I really appreciate about The Boys is yeah. every season, there's at least one, oh my fucking god, yeah. that's how they chose to kill somebody Yeah. moment. Right. Yeah, it's it's really good. I'm going to get back into that. Thanks for mentioning that. All right, let's get to our worst real quick, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, who wants to go first on their, on their worst? Mm. Anybody? Anybody not besides oh. Kelly, Thick, and... <laughs> me okay okay uh let's go then you go first shannon what what's your least favorite she hulk she hulk yeah, yeah that's that's fair like i'm not gonna argue with you i just enjoyed it it was like i no. knew i was watching the worst thing ever and i did not care i i laughed at every <laughs> dumb joke i laughed every time she changed into she hulk and it looked ridiculous like <laughs> I, I thought tim roth was it. great hey, and and she smashed Matt Murdock, so you know. Yeah. Oh, he did unapologetically. The walk of shame. He did the walk of shame, and I appreciated that. I know that was. He that took his little boots uh, There were so many things about it I just absolutely loved. It was entertaining. I loved it. I am so, not an over-the-top feminist, right? But I just could not look past that. Like. Fair. It was all cliched, and then we had a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to circle back. I just. Yeah. Nobody yeah. should be shocked. Yeah, no, it's no. fine. It's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kelly, what was your least favorite of the year? 1899. Is that the... Uh, it just came out on Netflix, didn't it? Yeah. It's, it's on Netflix, and it was one of those where I was seeing people going, oh, my God, 1899 is so good. You need to watch it. And so I was like, all right, let's watch it. And I got like three episodes in and it turned into the Sunday afternoon movie where you started watching it. So you have to finish it. Yeah. And and there's like this big reveal at uh, on the very last episode. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's Mm -hmm. a big reveal. And Chris and I agreed. Wow. It took us eight episodes to get to that. I was like, yeah, I'm like. They could have done this by, like, the fourth episode and then started to do some interesting shit. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just one of those where, like, I appreciated what they were doing, but it just got to a point where I was like, okay, what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, if you're doing character building or something like that, I'm willing to stick with you, but it didn't even feel like that. What is the premise of the show? um, I'm trying to to even remember. Right. It's also kind of hard to... They're on a ship. Yeah, it's also kind of hard to do it without giving away stuff. Yeah, you can't really do it without giving it away. So is it sci-fi? So so a bunch of people... It's sci-fi. It's it's sci-fi. It's parallel dimensions. It's back in time. It's forward in time. It's... Yeah. It's got a creepy kid that doesn't speak, (laughs) which also gets on my fucking nerves. Mm. Like, there's this kid that's just there, and you know he has all the answers, but he's not saying anything. And you're just like, 
dude, just do write it on a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Something like just give us something. And then when you finally get to the eighth episode, well, actually, when you get to the sixth episode, you're like, okay. And then you get to the eighth episode and you're like, we could have done this like three or four episodes ago and then started doing interesting shit. Like, So, so, yeah, 1899 was my least favorite series of the year. I don't know. It looks like a period piece, this yeah. thing. And, like, so that kid who doesn't talk, which having not seen them, just looking at the IMDb page right now with Mute on, like, that kid probably actually doesn't know how to read and write because of the the period, and he's an immigrant. So uh-huh. him being literate, just writing it down might yeah. be why they didn't. Okay. But Well, but... Anyway, at the same time, <laughs> yeah. this looks pretty stupid just from the trailer. Yeah, y- yeah, it was. And yeah, Netflix, it was just one so. of those where I was like, uh, <laughs> damn. But I had, choice. but it was one of those where I was like, let's just finish it because we started it. Like right. that's it's the, it's the bad <laughs> Sunday afternoon movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam, it, what's your least favorite show of the year? Andor. Andor, Christine. Dude, pretty much all the Star Wars content on Disney Plus, but yeah, Andor was the worst for this year. It is mine as well. Um, look, it's it's fine if you liked it. It's just like Kelly, you said it's your Star Wars. It is so far from my Star Wars. It's far from the magic and the fantasy of a galaxy far, far away from me. Um, you know, I, I read a bunch of reviews that said this isn't this doesn't feel like Star Wars and that's a good thing. You know, Adam, oh we were God. talking about that, right? And I just I can't because I want Star Wars to be Star Wars. Yeah. You can tell other Star Wars tales within Star Wars. It doesn't have to always be the original trilogy era. But I I you know, I'm totally fine with telling non Jedi stories as well. But there should be some element of fantasy and magic to it there's a point where you get too bureaucratic and too real world and i don't want to be in that world anymore i don't want to be in that world far far away a long time ago anymore i want to get out of it you know are are you making me a little uncomfortable and stuff well yeah but like not in a good fun interesting way in my opinion you're you're making another story for another universe and maybe that show is good in another universe, but to me, it's just not Star Wars. There was nothing, even the, the you know, Star Wars things that they would show you once in a while felt out of place for this show. Like, they would show you a stormtrooper once in a while, and I'd be like, what is that doing in this show? You know what I mean? And it was almost like they show a TIE fighter when they're attacking the base, and it's just like... Ah, it just doesn't feel right no. for like a Tie Fighters don't belong in this show. Whatever this show is, whatever heist movie is happening right now, like I, I just don't want any of my Star Wars stuff in it because it just doesn't feel right to me. Uh, you know that actually is almost exactly how I'd view it. They took a bank heist movie, yeah, and they just kind of threw some elements, sprinkled some elements of Star Wars in there, and said, "Here, here you go." Yeah. And especially since we already saw a Star Wars heist thing already in Solo, which was mm-hmm. basically a heist movie, and I didn't care for that at all either. That's garbage. But I, I, I still felt like that was Star Wars. It was bad yeah. Star Wars, a bad interpretation of it. But that was more Star Wars than the... But it, it, it was more yeah. Star... It, it felt like Star Wars. I, I 
disagree with almost the whole movie and it was very silly and everything i'm not giving it any credit yeah but it's just solo either no it was terrible uh but i you know i liked like donald glover and stuff but there was just too many problems with it but it still felt like star wars like i could see why somebody could like it as a star wars movie and or to me i just it never felt Star Wars to me. I never got that feeling at all. And it was way, way too long. And it was a story also that I just didn't think was really that important to tell. You know, I, there's so many good stories in Star Wars that could be told and should be told. I don't know that this one is going to be that revealing and that interesting to the, me. And I really didn't want to see it. Our overarching problem that I have is, is this, like... I have this feeling that the second season is going to be way better because it's going to be more like Rogue One. You're going to see mm. Cassian become like who he is in Rogue One. Yeah. But like, he made commentary in Rogue One like that he's been fighting in this rebellion since fucking fill in the blank. Yeah. No, you have an asshole. They just <laughs> retcon that shit with this fucking series. Yeah. And it's fucking yeah, disappointing. That was the problem that I had with it as well. I was just like, oh, you haven't really been in this since you were six years old or whatever you said. Yeah, whatever you said, that's not valid. And, and like, it's it's dark, it's gritty, but, like, okay, I cared about the droid more than I cared about most of the people working towards uh, starting the rebellion. Oh, my God, the sad droid. Man, I I cannot handle... I cannot handle a sad droid. <laughs> a sad droid I, is the I, worst, I, right? I, lo- I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, all of those scenes, I was just yeah. like, oh, my heart is fucking breaking. I know. And I hate right. this, but I love it at the same time. A sad droid. Yeah. And then that but, fucking corporate security, dude. Like, I can we get rid of him? Because uh, all it is oh, is he's got guy. some. It's like, dude. like It didn't lead to anything. It's it, like, dude, you are the epitome of a fucking bootlicker. And, like, you serve no purpose you're a fucking mcguffin i mean it shows like the bureaucratic nature and the pettiness of the empire and things well, like and that somebody who's fully but that's drank what the i liked about it but... no i understand i understand where you're coming from <laughs> kelly like i i i totally get that it's just i don't know i assume that that's what it's like i don't need to see it you know what i mean i it's not the first story i would want to tell you know, uh, it's just there's so many other things going on in this galaxy far, far away that I just want to see on the screen. That oh, like, no, I you and know. I totally agree. I mean, um, you, like Chris is always saying he was just like, you know, I hope they do um, what what is it? The old republic, mm-hmm. oh, like a thousand yeah. years before. Yeah. You know, yes. there was ever a Skywalker <laughs> to oh even talk about. Like, right. hey, I Kelly, want just, them. Just... I do want them to get out of that. Yes, for Kelly, sure. Just, just, uh, just state this phrase to Chris and see what, like, how his how his facial reaction is. Is to say, hey, Chris, one of the guys in the podcast think they should do the Great uh, Hyperspace War as a series, mm-hmm. or the the original Mandalorian Wars. Which is basically yeah, the same fun. thing as the Great Hyperspace War, but yeah. I, I think we're eventually gonna get to the to that era of Star Wars. It's just gonna take I just hope they write the right story for it. They write the right story and then they green light that story. They just don't decide to do something and then write the story later. Which well, they is could just do the yeah. story from the original Knights of the Old Republic video game. <laughs> they're, they're, canon. They might, Adam, but you know, I mean who who knows? He's uh, lost he make... his faith in the rat. 
<laughs> I, I really have. I, I really yeah, have. I'm, I'm t- and I guess, and, and maybe that's why I liked Andor so much, because The Mandalorian was fine. Um, Boba Fett <laughs> was very, dis- I was very disappointed by Boba Fett. Yep. You know, because it turned, it turned so cutesy. I mean, the, the best thing about oh Boba God. Fett was Ming-Na Wen. <laughs> yeah. It's like I pretty much well watched it just to watch her do her thing. Right. You know. Right. That sh- that that series should be mentioned be- because it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I'm I'm yeah. glad that we're getting to it as an honorable mention. Those Power Ranger dudes. Because if there was one uh, thing this this year that was the kids, most like... disappointing, that was the most disappointing. That was so disappointing. I mean, Adam, I think you can speak on that, dude. How disappointed were you by? I mean. Boba Fett, man. I love the Fett, dude. Yeah, I, I know. Mandalorian culture, like that. That's that's my whole thing in in Star Wars. Like, that's your Star Wars, right? And it's like you just basically like, yeah. oh, okay. So yeah. we have fucking Boba Fett in his interpretation of Dances with Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power wow, Rangers. that's exact. That was it. <laughs> fucking it? Power Jesus. Rangers. And those yeah. fucking mods, like. The mods themselves don't bother me. It's the fact that they were shiny, clean, and chrome. Right. Mm-hmm. It was On so a fucking out of place. desert planet. If they would have <laughs> yes. been any other non-desert, <laughs> non-swamp planet, I'd have been fine with it. They could have been on Coruscant. They could have been on fucking Corellia. They could have been on fucking Naboo. They could have been on fucking Yavin fucking 4 for all I fucking care. They could have hung <laughs> out on fucking the forest moon of Endor. And it would have been <laughs> fine. But you're on a fucking dry-ass fucking desert fucking planet. Yeah, it made no sense. Oh God. It was strong feelings. It was like very it, un-Star Wars. It was. It was not. It, if we're talking about things yeah. that aren't Star Wars, th- that was not Star Wars. <laughs> I don't that know was, what the hell that was. Oh, so yeah. bad. And they never need to let Robert Rodriguez ever fucking touch another Star Wars fucking anything <sighs> ever again. He's done some good episodes no! of The Mandalorian, though. I'm not gonna nope. say never let him touch it. Just have nope. him, let him He's have wrong. a little less control. Excommunicate him from the Church of fucking Mandalorians. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Uh, no, dude, I was just imagining the bad side of the forest moon of Endor with a bunch of punk rock looking Ewoks, you know, just in you know, wrong side of town. Punk I, rock I, that bears, just, I'm with it, dude. I don't know. That just sounded really amazing in my head. Roving gangs of punk Ewoks. <laughs> yes. Like the warriors meets. Uh... <laughs> Riding on salvaged fucking speeder bikes. <laughs> oh, dude! So many clothing made out of people. <laughs> oh god yeah they don't even hide their cannibalism no, they, they, there's no shame well it's not cannibalism for them because they're Ewoks right? although those teeth do say otherwise yeah mm. I bet you Ewok teeth. would eat another Ewok oh dude they're savage that way little cute murder bears yeah so we disagree on Andor I'll, I'll give uh, Kelly you know she made her points so right. that's not our least favorite of the year we're, we're all just gonna agree even though it wasn't on anybody's list that the book of Boba Fett was the fucking worst oh yeah yeah it's not good it was disappointing it and it sucked. pains me to say that because when I was seeing the trailers and stuff for it I was like oh I dude know. And then it was like, wait, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. You're fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Even the the Fett riding on a Rancor could not save that. Nope. Nope. And that goes a long way, Adam. Being the Rancor Wrangler did not fucking help. What did y'all think of Obi-Wan, though? Oh, I hated it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, every all three of the Star Wars releases this year in the series, I did not care for any of them at all. I should have renamed it how Obi got his fucking mojo back, but not really. Out of the three, though, I would say I liked Obi-Wan the best, well, little, which yeah, is the same much. I liked Obi-Wan the best. It was probably like yeah. Obi-Wan... Mandalorian and then Sadly. it had the highest points yeah. the the encounters yeah. with Vader and the Vader parts where even though I know I don't need to see any more Vader for the rest of my life like can I was like wow this is awesome so I can have more of the bad batch and inhibited chips oh yes chip. oh, the bad batch was great that was excellent I cannot wait for another season of the bad batch that is wonderful Star Wars it's I love that supposedly coming yeah so um, that's our rear and view, review show. That's hard to say. Rear and review. Rear and view. Rear and yeah, review. You know, uh, that's our year in review show for this year. Uh, thank you to Kelly and Shannon. You guys have been on a lot this year and we really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy days and putting up with our silly bullshit. We love you so much. Yeah. It means I was a lot. very happy to be here again. I love coming on here. Yay. And oh, we love absolutely. you. Absolutely. And it was great having you both on uh, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, we missed uh, Trisha, but I'm going to, you know what? I don't have her list, but I'm going to guess at it. I'm going to say that she loved Weird. She loved Violent Night. Uh, she loved everything that came out with Jeffrey Dahmer in it. And Wednesday. She <laughs> and definitely Wednesday, loved Wednesday. Probably. Yeah. Um, she, I'm pretty sure she liked Peacemaker. Yeah, she did like it. I don't know if that would go on the top of her well, list. Well, but that's a stit though. Like in her, like giving a nod to like a superhero, anything is a lot. That means a that's lot. A lot. Like, it's, it's pretty significant. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you all for listening in the past year. We really appreciate your support. If you could go li- leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app, we would really appreciate it. It goes a long way to raising our podcast and search results when other people are looking for it. And please uh, follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. We're five away from 500 subscribers. We're at like 495. So if you could just run over there and subscribe, I would really appreciate it. There's over like 740 videos on there for you to watch. You can get all of your 80s and 90s nostalgia fixes in. And I just put up a full concert of Body Count from, was it 1992 or whatever? I don't know. It's super dope. Whatever. It's super cool. Go check it out on the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.